0: Welcome, Mystorians. Host Austin, he they, she, and Host Brenda, she her, have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. <laughs>
1: Episode eighty two: Secret Histories and Her Mysteries. <laughs> hey, sorry we were gone so long. It was this summer, baby. Happens. I'm not sorry. It was summer, it was summer baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, back.
0: What the fuck is happening at Warner? Brothers? What is going
1: on? Um, uh, so Warner Brothers and Discovery had a, like Discovery purchased Warner Brothers from AT and because AT T was like, um, this shit's hard.
0: We want money. And we're literally. We, like, want, we money, want money, and it's.
1: It's not giving us as much money as we supposed because it's actually really hard to um handle one of like the second largest media companies in the world. Um Yeah. So so it's AT&T It's big. Sold, <laughs> yeah, it's big. AT&T sold Warner Brothers for to Discovery for a song. And we reported on this like a while ago. Yeah, the the you know, merger was back <laughs>
0: in April and it's not gonna, yeah. We were like like, I read it the day we were going to record, and I was like, hey, Warner Brothers merger Discovery, and we were like, what the f- who- no one- literally no one talked about that it was happening.
1: Yeah, it just, like, very quietly happened, and for a couple months it was just like, okay, I feel like the only news that really came out that- um i heard of was that uh like joanna gaines from discovery moved to the warner brothers side of mm-hmm. the company which was kind of weird because discovery has like hgtv and her like family network magnolia network yeah. magnolia network transferred to um warner brothers for some reason we still don't quite know why especially yeah. with like recent developments but other than that things were like pretty quiet and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything went to shit yeah <laughs> So I feel like this all started with the announcement that the Batgirl movie was yeah, canceled. That is, which I think is still like the most egregious thing.
0: Th- that one. Um. So some updates on that. It is to the point mm-hmm. where some Congress people and some legal experts who are like close, like close to Congress people, are signaling alarm that they might get hit with an antitrust lawsuit. Um, as they should, because one of the things that Congress voiced in the hearing to approve this merger was the 90 bajillion dollar merger. Uh, is they were worried about cutting back on competition, leading to less innovation and less diversity and less stories mm-hmm. being told. Mm-hmm. Flash, flash forward to the deal is finalized. It's all approved. Everything's fine. They had their first big, like, Earnings report, and they're like, Yeah, we're cutting all of the diversity.
1: (laughs) Everything. Because like this Batgirl movie, like, um, Austin, do you know her name off the top of your head?
0: Uh Leslie Leslie Grace uh was like was like the movie was done. Like, was Batgirl. She like was full on Batgirl Mm -hmm. and is like at that stage probably getting ready to do like the press circuit. So yeah, Leslie Grace was Batgirl in this now unreleased, cancelled film that was in the can, finished filming. And the thing that was very egregious about it, it was like, everyone that was part of the project found out when we found out at a press release. It wasn't like they told them behind the scenes, it wasn't like they told them before they were done, it wasn't any of that. Like, they got done filming. To my understanding, they hadn't done any post-production work, like editing and stuff. Like, they had wrapped the movie, and they had to do some post-production... And potentially reshoots are always a thing for a big movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then CEO, David, I don't know how to say your last name. You're a white guy. Uh, something. <laughs> with, it looks like Zaz from Batman, but it's not that. <laughs> uh, Mr. David um, essentially was like, it's not good enough. And can the whole film. Uh,
1: because it was a movie that was made for... HBO Max exclusively. Yes. Um, but the thing is, is like we're in an era where like movies made for like we don't really have made for TV movies, movies made for streaming specifically have the same amount of quality as movies made for theaters now. So with like all of like the stills we were seeing from the show and everything, Mm -hmm. it was looking like a legit movie. It can't look any worse than Justice League did. (laughs) I can't stress it enough. And this uh, is also, like, a movie that had, like, a strong female lead. It was going to star, like, one of the first um, uh, Batgirl's roommate was a, uh, was transgender. Right. Um, and is also Michael Keaton.
0: <laughs> Michael Keaton was going to come back as Batman. If you don't know how big a deal is, the only yeah. superhero movie my Michael Keaton has ever watched all the way through that he has been in is Batman.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like... You walk into a fa- like a room of like people, and you say Michael Keaton is going to come back as Batman. You have everyone on board, yeah. like all age groups. You have like boomers, you have like millennials, mm-hmm. you have like everyone wants to see. And he was excited. Him return to this. Yeah, he was stoked. He, he was, was like, he was stoked.
0: I can't. He's like, oh, yeah, I love being Batman. It's the only movie I've seen. <laughs> 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 yeah, Which
1: he's is like a,
0: a, a chaotic statement because we were like, you went to all the Spider-Man premieres. He's like, yeah, I didn't stay. He's like, he I got up and left about 20 he
1: minutes. He left. <laughs> and it's like, Spider-Man's a great movie. And he's like, yeah, I just left. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And then also Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. the villain. Yeah, and like. America's sweetheart,
0: Brendan, Brendan Fraser. America's
1: sweetheart. Everyone just wants him to be happy and to like get his career back after like so long. Um, you know, and he was in Doom Patrol and everyone loved him in Doom Patrol. Yeah. Like not Doom, Pat- yeah, Doom, Patrol. Doom, Patrol, Doom Patrol. Yeah, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah. Yeah, and. For him to come back and, like, do, like, a bigger film and, like, get a bigger role again, mm-hmm. that was, like, everyone was really stoked. This could have been, like, amazing. Yeah. But no, I guess, like, the only saving grace is that they did get through that initial filming, mm-hmm. so if this can all get resolved before Warner Brothers actually successfully writes it off on their taxes this year, because that's, that's what they plan on doing, that's they plan on doing. Um, then there is still a tiny chance that this movie could exist.
0: And that's uh. not all for write-offs from Warner Brothers Discovery. That's <laughs> uh, not all. <laughs> TBS and TNT have been essentially gutted. Yeah. Uh, they both have had most of their original production cut. Uh, most of their scripted production is gone. They've been leaning on a lot of sports and reruns lately. Um, TNT recently announced an in-date for Snowpiercer, which has been doing well, I'm told. I've, I don't watch TNT or Snowpiercer. Um, script development of both of these networks has been completely paused. And the company, the, um, I think it's TBS Air SAG? The SAG Awards? Uh, they did not renew its deal to air the SAG Awards.
1: That's wild. And it's like, Snowpiercer, like, it's not a show that either of us watch, but it was getting, like, great reviews. And then they were in the middle of filming their next season because it had been greenlit already. And it's not coming out.
0: So uh they also noted they filed for a 208 million dollar employee termination cost to write down this year. Jesus. Which is a lot of people. Uh I don't know how it's many. A lot of that is just in the TBS TNT department.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and also because they axe CNN Plus, which was not doing well, but
1: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> valid. Like that's just like okay, maybe we don't need like a streaming news network. Yeah. <laughs> like-
0: it wasn't doing well, but like that's like all that's like all part of that update uh it has been the the in terms of layoffs they are laying it has now been confirmed uh they are laying off 70 staffers in the hbo hbo max department as they merge hbo max and discovery a lot of it is um because hbo max had like all of its own people essentially Mm -hmm. uh and so did hbo and so a lot of them are be just gonna watch over the one thing uh Mm -hmm. which is two things one it results about 14 percent of the staff uh, being laid off between HBO and HBO Max, which is a significant amount of people. Yep. Um, set so if seventy is over ten percent, it's like, well, then their offices aren't that big between the two companies to begin with. Yep. So this is like you know everyone you work with. Like if you only work with a few hundred people, like you know everyone in your department, and you probably know everyone next door too. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are becoming like one. Like the person who oversaw HBO drama series will now oversee both. Person who oversaw comedy will see, but bo- like. It's a lot of, like, the HBO Max people being let go, and the people who oversaw, like, the cable stuff will just see both. Um, Mm. So it is not looking hot. They are getting, they also are getting rid of the acquisitions team. They are getting rid of the international acquisitions team, and they are getting rid of any third-party casting
1: teams. Yeah. And they're eventually going to be merging Discovery Plus and HBO Max. And um, Discovery Plus barely functions. (laughs) It is... (laughs)
0: I don't understand what the, the- the best thing they could- the best thing they could do is leave it HBO Max and just put a Discovery tab on it.
1: Yeah, it's, like, whatever. So, like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, no one even cares about Discovery. No one even, like, watches any of their stuff. And, like, this is not true just because it exists outside of, like, what you tend to watch, like, mm-hmm. your little little bubble. Discovery stuff does incredibly well with a different crowd. Yeah. Um. Like- you know, like just documentaries and like uh, true crime and like paranormal stuff and like all of like the reality television and like the HGTV shows, uh, all of that stuff does like incredibly well ratings wise. Yes. So it's not just like, Oh, nobody cares about discovery. Like they're not even doing well. They're doing very well. I want to mm-hmm. make that very clear mm-hmm. is that they are not struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but they seem to like, <laughs> they released that, uh, that, Slide from their uh,
0: the two genders,
1: <laughs> the two <laughs> genders where they had let me just bring this up so I can accurately, yes, let's please. See, see it's very important. <laughs> HBO Max, uh, Discovery Plus. Um, oh, god, what would I search for? It would be like, slide.
0: uh, yeah, I don't know what you would search for. Did I?
1: Oh, I found it immediately. Wow. <laughs> I searched HBO Max, Discovery Plus slide, and I found it imme- immediately. So this is a slide from their like um, the meeting that they recently had with shareholders. Yep. And they have this. It's blue. It's got a column under HBO Max and a mm-hmm. column under Discovery Plus. And here's what the column under HBO Max says: <sighs> Mail skew, scripted, lean in, appointment viewing, <laughs> sure. home of quote unquote fandoms.
0: What? <laughs> I need to let everyone know that Brenda did not. The quote unquote is there. There is fandom Fandoms. in quotes, as if I don't know. As as if what what is that? What do you mean fandom?
1: <laughs> Fandoms, and then it's like Discovery Plus has female skew, unscripted, lean back, comfort viewing, home of quote unquote genre dumps.
0: I don't know what any of that fucking means. <laughs>
1: What the hell is a genre dumb? Also, like, non-binary people don't watch TV. Nope. So. <laughs> also, the
0: lean in and lean back is really weird because, like, I, yeah. I like, I like get what they're saying. But then in Discovery Center, like, lean back. Comfort view. That's the same thing you just said then. So lean back must not mean comfort view. What does lean back mean?
1: Yeah. And it's, like, both Discovery Plus and HBO Max have, like, a wider range of, like, yeah. of things. Like, there are documentaries on Discovery Plus that are, like, incredibly stressful and require, like, you to pay attention to them and, like, absorb them, which to me would be lean in, I suppose, if that's, like, a <laughs> like how we're classifying things. <laughs> but, like, on HBO Max, they've got, like... I'm trying Jellystone. to think of a cartoon... Jellystone. It's like I watched all of Jellystone leaning back in my chair, like a blob, crocheting and just watching and yeah. sending Austin um, screenshots of yeah, the most like, egregious moments.
0: They have <laughs> like- Jellystone. They have, well,. I guess we'll get to. They had summer camp. We'll get to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, summer camp island, which is pretty chill. Um, Some parts of Adventure Time are chill. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd say like all of Sesame Street. They had all a <laughs> Sesame.
0: They had the Elmo Not Too Late show, and I say had because um yesterday as of this recording, they just can't. The hips keep coming. Uh, they will be moving thirty six <laughs> titles from their service, with most of them being HBO Max originals, including things like. Elmo's, uh, not too late show. Aquaman King of Atlantis. That just came out. Um, uh, yeah,
1: I didn't even know that was out.
0: They're removing Summer Camp Island. They're removing Infinity Train. They're removing like, they're just like, take, you just like won't be able to watch these on HBO Max. And I need to stress, like, you can't watch them somewhere else. I ordered, um, Infinity Train season one and two on DVD this morning when I mm-hmm. read the news. Um, or last night when I read the news, I ordered them. You can't buy mm-hmm. the seasons that have aired on HBO Max because oftentimes companies don't put their streaming show out on DVD and Blu-ray because they're like, well, what's the point? It's on our streaming service. Because it's kind of unheard of to remove your original content. Like, it doesn't... You're not yeah. paying rights. There's nothing... Like, it's literally just yours.
1: Yeah, why would you remove things that you made? Like... I mean, one could hope that it's just, like, a lapse in mm-hmm. rights. But, like, when they hold the rights, like, what happened here? Yeah. You know, it it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and, like, you can get, I, I was, uh, someone said that you can get, like, that last season of Infinity Train, like, on demand.
0: So mm. it is still available
1: through, like, those means. Mm-hmm. But there are other shows that are not available. Like, I think, like, Mao is like, not available. Yeah,
0: like, Mau Mau is gonna be gone. Yeah. Okay, KO will be gone. I don't think that's available.
1: yeah. Um, maybe, like, Fungies, Fungies, which we talked about right when, like, we that did. was coming out. Like, how weird that was. That was, like, exclusive to HBO Max mm-hmm. right out of the gate. It
0: was a big deal. And, like, it was, like, their bit, one of the uh, big yeah. exclusive shows. Like, the Not Too Late Elmo show, like, I've never watched it. I don't have a toddler that will watch Elmo, but, like, yeah, I'm sure their are you're parents... are not at that stage yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure their are parents, like, losing their mind. They're like, what do you mean you're taking away like, the Elmo Not Too
1: Late show? This was, like, the only thing we could enjoy together. Yeah, <laughs> like, like,
0: I, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand it, especially when I'm almost like height of meme culture right now, like
1: yeah, like with like the whole Rocco thing right, and-
0: like what are you what are you doing? why I don't see the reason to take them down when it's just your stuff, and it really yeah, it- seems to point to something very bad.
1: <laughs> it just feels very bad, like I don't know what they're planning for, but I hope like the the FTC like kind of comes after them because like buying up like a media company and then like destroying that, like I feel like this mm-hmm. is like intentional destruction of it, this brand. Yes,
0: it feels very and, on purpose. I want to-
1: It goes deeper.
0: <laughs> I want to illustrate for everybody something. So I have been yeah. unraveling my mind about this. I have been researching the stock of Warner Brothers and then Warner Brothers <laughs> Discovery since the merger. Um mm-hmm. this is the year 2022 as we record this. I don't know when you're listening to this in space and time. At the beginning of 2022, uh Warner Brothers as it was before the de- the deal was trading at a- around between $25 to $30 is what it closed at every day. Mm-hmm. Um after the deal, about every month it dropped about a dollar, which is like understandable because investors are not sure how the deal's going to go. Like a merger is yeah. scary. Right before the big news update we all got about their plans, it jumped to about 18 it jumped back up to like $18 from like $14 because it's you know, we're gonna like peep investors get excited because they're gonna hear everything, you know? hmm After that earnings call, it dropped down to $14 and it's been dropping every day since.
1: Jeez. That's it is, like
0: it is currently sitting I'm watching it tick right now. It's currently sitting at twelve ninety eight.
1: Jeez. Um do you want to can you compare that to like what Disney's stock is oh, right now oh yeah sure I could I think that's like a good comparison
0: because that's their that I can't that is their competition like yeah.
1: it's like Warner Brothers and Disney those are like the two big competitors like <laughs> what, <laughs> what is Disney stock what is it <laughs>
0: It's, it's it's over hundred twenty dollars.
1: Jesus!
0: Oh god! So okay. it's a little
1: it's a little bad when your um second biggest competitor is mean,
0: that big of a time. I can't, like listen, uh, Disney nor Warner Brothers. Neither of them need me to defend them. They're big yeah. kids, but I you can't help but think. As the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, is like, we want to do what Disney and Marvel did. We're going to do a big 10-year plan that, like, somewhere Mickey <laughs> Mouse is just cackling, swimming through money with Scrooge McDuck.
1: I think that they just need to accept the fact that, like, what happened with Avengers was, like, a fluke. Yeah, like, I, don't think they, I don't think they could do work. it again. <laughs> well, the trick is that they first have to make good movies.
0: <laughs> what? And the the other trick is you have to let your good movies thrive. I this morning, with all of this going on, I was like, okay, it's time it's here's me telling all of you wonderful people, it is time for anything you like that Warner Brothers, DC, etc. have made to find a way to physically own it and get it. Uh Mm -hmm. hopefully that's legally. Uh, but I am not your mom.
1: So, like, the Harley Quinn cartoon, um, Young Justice. Oh, God, Young uh, Justice
0: is, I'm, there's no way Young Justice is not in the chopping block. That show is cursed. Oh, yeah, Young
1: Justice is always, like, <laughs> it just is always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah,
0: especially after this just, season, especially after Greg, yeah. Greg Wiseman was on Twitter when people were complaining about the diversity. He's like, what if I just get rid of all the white guys? Yeah, you know, fucking Dave is not going to go with that band. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> David's going to be like, um, excuse me, can we add like 10 more white guys into this? Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> I I bought Birds of Prey. I'll let you know, Brenda, mm-hmm. search, I had to look for a place to buy it from, which means their yeah. SEO is not optimized on the company side to find a way to buy it, which means they're not thinking about it.
1: And like, stores like Target are getting rid of their entire DVD Blu-ray sections. Yes. Like, We are in the middle of the death of physical media. And if if anyone saw my kerfuffle with the official Blockbuster Twitter a couple (laughs) weeks ago, in which I called out Blockbuster to be like, don't you dare buggy do NFTs. And all of the NFT bros came out of the woodwork. And none of them seemed to know what a Blu-ray was.
0: That was crazy.
1: (laughs) Don't you really, don't you want to actually own your media? Yeah, I can do that. It's called a (laughs) Blu-ray.
0: That was absolutely, I thought I was... I thought I had like died. I couldn't believe what was happening in front of me. Um, yeah. Call so call a Blu-ray. Call.
1: Do you hear it? <laughs> you can't hear it, Austin, but they can.
0: Uh, I'm shaking a Blu-ray. Grab, grab your stuff, buy it up, cause who knows what's gonna happen. Um, wow. You would think we're done, but we're
1: not done. We're not
0: done. They're selling CW. <laughs>
1: They're selling the CW. Um, they want to uh, cater to the 50-year-old 50, 50 demographic. Wild. Fucking wild.
0: They're like, yeah, mostly 50-year-olds watch the CW. I was like, you mean mostly 50-year-olds, like, own the CW?
1: Yeah. Well, it's also, like, is this taken into consideration, like, people who, like, watch their shows online? Because I assure you, like, millennials, like, is that include, like, Because I think they air things on Hulu, or they used to. Um, You know, like, how many people are watching it there and, like, not on cable? Because, like, I know a ton of people who, maybe it's just our friend group, but I feel like I know a ton of people who watch Riverdale.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know a single one of them who watches it on TV. Yeah, Uh, like,
1: you just catch it streaming on, like, CW Go or whatever, like.
0: And this is all part of WB Discovery being, like, they want to cover the cost of this deal. And I think part of the struggle is like Discovery, like Brenda said, they do very well in their in their sector, and I think this is like such a new ballpark for them because again, Warner Brothers is for all intents and purposes the second big kid in terms of media, and they just yeah. like they just deal in debt, baby. <laughs> like
1: yeah, Discovery, <laughs> Discovery existed in a bubble. Where they really didn't have any competition. Like, they own the Food Network. If you want to watch food, you're going to watch the Food Network. If you want to watch, like, them build houses, you're going to watch HGTV. Yeah. They really didn't, like, they had some competition from, like, National Geographic on, like, their wildlife documentaries, like, with Animal Planet. Mm-hmm. But um, they really haven't had intense competition in a long time. Yeah. And that's not what it's what Warner Brothers' experience no. is. It's always,
0: and it was, it's so weird because, like. It really felt like they were finding that, like where they could fit in, you know. Like their animated stuff was getting really cool, really dynamic. Mm-hmm. Their scripted live action stuff was getting really cool. Um They're taking more risk with some of their DC properties. Like it seemed like they were like, "We'll just." They were like, "We'll just be weird then." Like if they're gonna do their cool 15 year plan and look at this background character that's been in every movie, shit over at Marvel Disney. Like, we'll just do weird stuff. Like, they were just doing weird shit. Like, fun Jesus. We- yeah. Aqu- the Aquaman show is <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> it's weird. Like, and even, like, they made, like, a whole show centered around Peacemaker from su- the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, and he's, I, and I watched it, but people loved that. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: they they were making the weird worst. stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was, it was really working, and it was their niche, but to pull back and to, like, get their animation departments and to cancel projects so far into development. Scoob? Uh, we haven't even oh talked God. about Scoob. Fucking like, Scoob. Scoob. Scoob
0: was done. Scoob, the creator for Scoob was like, we were done. The movie was done.
1: They had, yeah, already, so, they had
0: paid people. The, they still recorded the soundtrack because they paid mm-hmm. for it already.
1: So, like, Scoob, which was, like, the twenty 2020- twenty I think it actually came out in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the pandemic. Scoob was like a 2020 movie and they were going to release like a holiday special sequel on HBO Max called like Scoob Haunted Holiday or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Yeah. But it was like the same style as the movie. And so Paul Dini, creator of Harley Quinn, you might might have heard of him <laughs> like
0: before. <laughs> a little known man <laughs> named Paul Dini.
1: Paul, Paul Dini, uh, who was co-writer on the project got on Twitter and was like, the movie is ninety-eight percent done. Like they needed to record the soundtrack and they need to like finalize some of the lighting effects. Like all the dialogue is recorded, all the animation is done. And like Austin said, they still recorded the soundtrack because they had everything paid for and rented already. And that movie, just like Batgirl, is not coming out and is supposedly getting written off on Warner Brothers taxes.
0: And it's Why just so release it. It's like so horrifying. I really hope uh, uh, I hope somehow, through very official means, that the people behind those movies at least get their own copy to watch it. You know?
1: Yeah. Because it's so much, like I that, is, that it. Is, it. is I hope they leak it. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't say it.
1: <laughs> there's, I'm there's gonna so say much, it. I hope they hope they leak it. <laughs>
0: there's so much of your life. That is so much of your life. Just yeah. like someone's like, no.
1: And to be like the product just isn't coming. Like the the people behind Batgirl found out through the internet first. No one told them. That's
0: horrifying. That's like. That's this, horrifying. That's so, like, horrifying. Like, wake up
1: and check your Twitter, and this thing that you've dedicated, like, the past, like, couple years of your life to is just dead because a company wanted to write it off on their taxes. Like, and the thing and can you put that in your portfolio? Can right. you, like, even put that on a resume? That's the thing that really sucks out. is,
0: like, you can't even, like, the thing that really sucks is, like, for these creators, they can't even point to that as, like, part of their work to, like, get a new job.
1: hmm. Because, like, a lot of it's, like, based on, like, is your name in the credits? Yeah. Of this movie. The movie doesn't come out, your name's not in the credits.
0: Yeah. Then you can't show you can't show a reel. You can't like if you're a director, you can't put it in the reel, you can't show your notes. If you're a writer, you can't bring like maybe the writers can get access to the scripts. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe, yeah. Like I don't know like what happens. I think Warner Brothers still retains like all of the rights after Yeah um After writing off their taxes, but really, like my only frame of reference for this is like that Nickelodeon did the same thing to Cora. Exactly. Um, After it aired, they were just like, "Oh, write it off on our taxes," and never aired again for a certain amount of time. Exactly. To not release a holiday special, like, are you kidding me? Are
0: you kidding? (laughs) A A Scooby Doo holiday special? That is free. Do you hate do you hate subscribers? That is free subscribers.
1: That like people are just gonna put that on for their kids and just play it like the whole season. Forever. Like, holiday specials like, yeah, holiday specials are like free money. And this is the first year in like, you know, since, um, Zombie Island came out in like, what, 1998? Yeah. Um, 99, I don't remember what year, but in that general ballpark, that there has not been a Scooby-Doo special released. Like...
0: That is just like, it's it's so absolutely wild and asinine. And all the reason I think that we're both so heated is because there's still... Making the Flash movie.
1: Yeah, and, like, yesterday I saw, like, the first effect, because, like, we've talked about Ezra Miller before, they, like, were on a crime spree on the run, there were other, like, very, very serious allegations that Mm -hmm. came up, including a cult, Um, and... And some other like even worse stuff. And mm. they disappeared for a while. And here Warner Brothers comes and reveals that they were doing reshoots
0: yeah. while Ezra <laughs> was w- on the lam! Don't worry. They did reshoots of Ezra Miller. This again, we are in this we are in 2022. Uh Ezra Miller was on the run from authorities, as far as everyone knows in the public. Uh they mm-hmm. posted on some of their social media before deleting them, like deleting their social media, like mocking police for trying to find them. At some point during this time. They went back to the Warner Brothers lot to do research for the Flash movie. Yeah. I don't
1: and like no Nobody just like called the police and were like, Hey Ezra's <laughs> here? Yeah, like I don't know if they just like kept it like on the down low with like a couple people so like no one would say anything. But like yeah. I show up to the set and there is like someone wanted for like very serious crimes. Choking people I'm gonna be punching like- people yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, harassment, breaking into places. At this point, there's the alleged, um, uh, like, assault and kidnapping, like,
1: yeah, alleged? Yeah, like there was that family that was, like, living on their property and, like, potentially they're missing now. This is all, like, alleged, I'm gonna alleged. say. Like, we don't know for sure, so we gotta say that for, for legal reasons, <laughs>
0: but... You know, there was one family who alleged that Ezra Miller was inappropriate with their daughter when she mm-hmm. was underage, and then when she turned 18, that they had gone off together. Uh Not that person has not said anything publicly. I will, you know, bring into, light like, like, as a Miller's non-binary, there's a bad history of, like, people saying that. People that are part of the queer community, like, groom people. So we don't know what's going on there. We do know that when Miller was caught recently, uh, it was because they got charged with felony burglary in Vermont and were seen on camera breaking into someone's house... It's supposedly stealing several bottles of alcohol and leaving?
1: Yeah. There's like a ton. And <laughs> yesterday, I'm trying to find like their exact quote, but I'm having a hard time finding it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, apology. Oh, I tour. have it right here. Oh, you have it. Yeah. yeah. So ap- they, like, they
0: apologize. Yeah. Their quote is, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, and now understand that I'm suffering from complex mental issues, mental health issues, and have begun ongoing treatment. Miller goes on to say, I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior committed to doing necessary work to get back to a healthy and safe, productive stage of my life again. And listen, I need to make it very clear. I mm-hmm. hope nothing for, but the best for Ezra Miller. I hope that they can get the help that they are saying that they need. I really do. I don't think they need to do that with a platform that they currently yeah. have.
1: You know, I really think this, this had been like, any other situation I feel like the movie would have been cancelled. Yes. Like, um, and I I see like a lot of I, I saw like Warner Brothers trying to compare it to like Robert Downey Jr. and Winona Ryder, um, mm. who had like dark spots in their careers. But if you remember correctly, it trashed both of their careers. Yeah, that it's not the same at all. Time.
0: They it, you're yeah. like you're right, they did have those dark periods and Hollywood's like, Yeah, you should probably go get help not here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, they had no projects for a very long time. Robert Downey Jr. especially, like, just vanished up until Iron Man. And Iron Man was a big gamble.
0: That's literally why it was such a big deal that it worked, because people are like, you shouldn't work with... Everyone's like, you shouldn't work with him.
1: Yeah, and yes... Robert Downey Jr. is like a good example of like someone who can get their life back together and like really make a change, but there has to be that dark period where they don't have a platform and where they can't hurt anyone, and they then can focus they
0: can, like because they listen can focus
1: and get their life back on track.
0: If you really want to focus and get your life back on track, doing it in the spotlight, we have a lot of evidence from a lot of sad stories in Hollywood that it just it doesn't it's not that it can't work because not everyone shares all their story, but that it is. A lot harder, and it feels more like the company worrying about their 10 year vision than the person. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery was truly like, we believe in Ezra Miller, I think they'd be like, hey, we're going to shelve this movie or release it or whatever and pay them their contract and be like, go get help. And when you think you're up to it, we'll try again. Like, I yeah, think like if, if, maybe... that's really, if that was really your whole yeah. thing, but it's not. And that's, that's not fucking true.
1: Yeah, no, they just kind of paraded them out to be like, "I'm working on it, trust me." <laughs> like- that's
0: and that's what it feels like. It feels like they got mm-hmm. they got caught finally. Someone at Warner Bros. was like, "Hey, just turn yourself in. We'll handle whatever." And because we need to get this movie out.
1: Yeah, the movie should be canceled. It's a terrible look to like have this movie come out and then to have Batgirl get canceled. Um it's just, it's a bad situation. And this movie was not, announced
0: a decade ago, right? Isn't that A what? decade
1: ago. Yes, a decade ago. Because they announced the movie right when the TV show came out. And the TV show is now <sighs> just ending. And Flash still has not come out. So, like, it's something's, like, wrong with it. Like, <laughs> Hopefully <we both> something's <laughs> wrong. I think we just don't release. I think we just give up. Just stop, like if they're putting, like, trying. so much. Yeah, I think they're putting so much effort into this movie to get it to come out. They should have given some of that effort to Batgirl, to Bat like, different project. To- Batgirl just gets the axe to- immediately.
0: It was it's just like this. The thing that this is this is my last thing, 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 thing. Mm-hmm. The CEO said that they had to scrap Batgirl after some irredeemable test screenings and that it was done so to protect the DC brand. Now... I think me and Brenda... Yeah, exactly. I think me and Brenda both know what that is code for. And I think every single person listening that is a marginalized person understands what the code is of, like, we need to protect the DC brand. We heard the same thing when, back before this merger even happened, when DC was too much of a coward to let them make a joke about Batman eating pussy. They said the same (laughs) thing. Full circle. (laughs) Like, they, this is what people say when they're like, sorry, this interrupts our white male cis power fantasy.
1: Yeah. And to, like roll back to like those test screenings, Batgirl had the same test screening scores as Black Adam, which will be coming out or is already out, is already out. Black Adam's already out. Is it out? Um, is it out? I think it's out. I should know this. Let me see. Black Adam movie. Oh, <laughs> actually it doesn't come out until October.
0: <laughs> I, like, I don't think it's out. There's Black Adam
1: news? I have, I have no concept of time. And I feel like this movie has been in production for, oh, this movie has been in production also, for a long time, I think 2014. Say, me, uh, yeah, and this movie, like, literally, they don't, they just don't want to piss off the rock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like well, he yeah, just like put he, a lot of effort. He into really getting this
0: wants movie this made. movie to happen. He, he, he wants to
1: be Black Adam so much. He's
0: the one who told them they couldn't do the Shazam origin story in the Black Adam movie. He's the he's like mm-hmm. he literally called them and said, "Hey, we're not going to do that," and they were like, "Okay, do whatever you want,
1: Dwayne. <laughs> it's like I feel like a lot of it had to be. Yeah, isn't this his production company? Yeah, he's 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 very involved. He's, like, getting this movie made. He's paying to get this movie made. His production company's making the movie. Um,
0: he wants to be a superhero. Can't vote can't him to be for it.
1: <laughs> black Adam's not a superhero, he anyone no. told him. He just, like, saw a picture of him and was like...
0: Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that's that. me.
1: That looks like me. Yeah, that's who I can be. <laughs> like-
0: Dwayne, wait, Dwayne, it's not... Yeah, I want to be Black... Dwayne, du- wait, Dwayne...
1: Look at this guy. looks just like me. Look at that.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's another. uh, I lied. I forgot I read a different thing. Um, (laughs) Supposedly, insiders say that during that initial like meeting with the CEO where he announced like bad girls being cut and stuff, that the president of one of like Warner Brothers, like DC, like the DC media head of Warner Brothers, who handles like, you know, Shazam, Black Adam, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because he also found out at this meeting, he was not he was not consulted on this, that he yeah. was ready to get out and walk off the job on like right there to just like pack up his stuff, leave a note like I fucking quit and had to be convinced by his staffers to not leave them because they don't trust the CEO. Oh,
1: my God.
0: So he only yeah, allegedly bad. only stayed to protect people because they think that they're next.
1: Yeah, it's and that's it's bad.
0: That's bad. It's It's, really it's been bad. Oh, an entire fucking mess. I don't know what's next. It feels like a waking up and it's like, what did they do today?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: More little story. Please, 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 if your favorite thing has Blu-rays or DVDs, buy them. If it doesn't, you can find someone in the high seas, I'm sure.
1: Well, really quick, I want to talk about Multiversity, because we didn't mention that. in the. Oh, yeah. uh, Multiversity came out in uh, its beta, and its alpha got canceled. They're not canceled, pushed back, supposedly. Allegedly. Yes.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> multiverse is uh, season one is pushback, indefinitely back. There's not a date. So right now, what is out is technically an open beta mm-hmm. season zero. Uh, and then there is no season one plan. And they said they do not have a date for season one coming out. Season one was supposed to come out like, I think it was September.
1: I, th- I think it was like the beginning of this month. Yeah. August. Like, no,
0: and they're like well we're pushing it back supposedly people are saying it's not tied to the WB because multiverse is not from their game division but i'm like but it uses all of their property i don't understand Yeah, like, i get it's, it's, it's like, not who's their
1: <laughs> the money <laughs> like
0: i get it's not their game they- division but like you have a deal with them they have a say yeah, in it
1: and like they have a say in it yeah and God, what was they going to say there the game is working. That's the thing. Yes. It's not like the game came out and it was like buggy yeah. and like glitchy. No, yeah. it has pretty positive like reception. Yeah. There's like a couple balancing issues, yeah. but literally every game of its kind has those kind of issues that have to be resolved. Um, yeah. So it's very sussy with what's been happening.
0: Yeah. It's super. It's super weird. Just because i I've been playing it and I haven't found any big bug that's like, and I haven't seen anyone that's like, oh yeah, I. Did a backflip as Shaggy and my computer caught on fire. <laughs> like, I haven't yeah. seen anything that's like this bug, though, impossible to deal with. Like, I haven't seen a single thing like that. Uh, I realized I'd never said who was buying the CW. Um, so just wrapping back to that really quick, actually, if we're gonna talk about news, mm-hmm. uh, it is a company called, uh, Next, Next, Next Star, not Next. Next, like Nexus.
1: Next, next Star. It's hard because we have Michigan accents. And yes. Never say T's. It's not next to Star. <laughs> it's next, it's next star.
0: star. They are a media group. Uh, if you're wondering who Next Star is, they are the they're publicly traded company. They have offices in Texas, Manhattan, and Midtown, Chicago, uh, and they are the largest television station owner. Uh, not so. You're like they own stations. Yeah, it's weird. So sometimes you just like own a station and you're not like the company in charge of it. Um, mm-hmm. which are two different things. So like Disney has like the Disney Channel, stairs, but typically like it's not just like Cartoon Network is like a company above them. It's like there's a, there's a media group who owns stations. They own 197 television stations across the US. Uh, good Lord. Most of which are affiliates before the like major television networks. So like your CBS's and your, your Warner Brothers and your Turner Classics. Uh, them buying CW is weird and a little concerning because, like, they don't really do, like, they own news stations and, like, other TV stations that play, like, other people's stuff. But they said they're going to be doing original content in the CW, and I don't think they know how to do original content.
1: (laughs) It's just very strange. Yeah, like, how do you recapture that that Riverdale magic?
0: (laughs) Um... So yeah, that's who's buying it. Uh, I, I'm i doing like a whole thing on looking into more of them, but that's like the surface level. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, let's do this first question that we got from Party Table. Oh, yeah. And the question says, do either of you have a most sought after collectible item? If so, what is it? Hmm. I've got one. <laughs> yeah, you go. I have a couple. There's like a couple Pokemon things that I would really like that are absolutely impossible. Uh, first one is I would like that Pokemon Snap blockbuster kiosk. Oh, God. It's impossible because I think everyone wants one. I would die. I would just combust if I ever, like, came across one. (laughs) I would just, like, cease to exist. Um, the other one is the giant Swinkoon plush from Mm. the Pokemon Center in New York. Okay. Also can't afford it. And then the Mm -hmm. third one is a new, new, like, a new copy of the, um... A new cup, another t shirt. I want the Pokemon Coliseum Pokemon Center in New York t shirt. And I owned one and I don't know where it is and I miss it very much. <laughs>
0: Dang. I have and very
1: expensive.
0: I have one that I can think of. I'm not a big mm-hmm. uh unless you count comics. Will we count a comic?
1: I think we'd count a count comic it. Okay,
0: con- so I have more, cool. but the first one I thought of is the Legend Do you remember the Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda? Link toy. No. Okay, so there's a list of the, It was not a good toy. Because <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like the late 90s, early 2000s by this point, right? Um, yeah. I got mine from Blockbuster, actually. Uh, and it was just Link in the like typical green tunic. Had the Hyrulean shield. Had the Master Sword. That was really it. I don't remember him coming with a lot else else. Um, mine... Went on an adventure inside the wall because the front door, <laughs> the side door we used didn't have a wall stopper, so there was a sl- yeah. there was a small hole, and then like me and Link dug it open, <laughs> as you do, <laughs> and I put him I put him down the hole, um, rip. And then my mom asked where Link was because I was sitting by the back door. I was like, oh, he went in the wall. Uh, I think I have to help him get out because he hasn't come out yet. My mom's like, oh, Link is gone, and then drywalled the hole. <laughs>
1: Link's gone forever.
0: <laughs> Which is very fair. Like, I don't think I would never have asked like being an adult now, I would never ask someone to excavate a wall for a toy.
1: Yeah, because
0: uh, who knows what's fucking in there. Um Yeah. The other thing, um I would I just like I collect Spider-Man comics, so like any big key issue would be sick, like first appearance of some of the villains. Uh mm-hmm. but like all the Spidey's classic villains are all introduced like very early.
1: Yeah, so they're like, they're impossible. like, it's not like,
0: oh uh, yeah, the fucking hobgoblin shows up in like two thousand and eight or some shit. And it's super easy, to, like it's all like, yeah, that was like nineteen sixty eight. Good luck, kid. I got
1: um, to hold very first Spider Man. Someone yeah, found it in I, a wall. I, which I can't. Feels fake.
0: That feels so fake.
1: It's so surreal. Like, I, and I looked at it, and I'm like. It does, this looks like it's real. Like it was real fucked up because it'd been in a wall. First Iron yeah. Man 2, but that's less important. Um, like, and I was like, I just like literally had a panic attack because my brain just couldn't process it. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't process that like, I'm just at work and someone just was like, yeah, I found the first Spider-Man in a wall. And it's like, you hear about people finding like comics in their attic and you're just like, well, that's fake. Mm-hmm. But it happened. That's <laughs> like, wild. Oh, it was a lot.
0: And they were like, "What would you give me for?" And you're like, "We can't afford this, even we if it's fucked can't. up." We
1: physically can't. It's like I looked at it and I did like a pr- cursory grade, and like in the state that it was in, it, it was either worth like four thousand or sixteen thousand. Jesus so, Christ! And I had my little stupid gloves on and my little tweezers, and I was like, Ugh. "Wow, <laughs> like,
0: I that's incredible." So stressful. Uh, wow. I hope that wherever it, landed, it ended up, it's being appreciated. I, my biggest yeah. worry for that stuff is like someone taking it to someone else, like a private collector. And they're like, well, it's really fucked up. So I can give you a few hundred and being like, okay. Cause they're like, you know, it's nothing to me. It's paper.
1: Yeah. It was on its way to a larger comic book store in Vegas, I think. So oh, hopefully yeah. it, it went somewhere legit or hopefully he was, I hope he was having it slabbed. Cause that's really what he needed to do with it is like, get it CGC graded. Yeah. Um, and then there's a definitive price for, like, what it's worth, and then you could know. And I told him that. I was like, you need to get it slabbed. This puppy needs to be in an airtight container.
0: <laughs> the fact this isn't disintegrated after being in the wall is already a miracle. Please stop tempting fate.
1: Yeah, it's like, he just handed it to me, and I was like, <laughs> you're gonna let me go look at this? Alone? I could rip a page out of it! Like, you're gonna you let like- me take
0: you're like you want me to take this by myself. Yes. I could leave right now and never be found with yeah, 16,000. Are you kidding? No I can go out the staff me. the staff exit and just be out of here forever. <laughs>
1: forever. It's just gone. And I won't need I just you know take it to someone who give me like $16,000 and I'm set.
0: I'm out of life. You won't you will not see me. again.
1: <laughs> and like the reason I think that it was like it definitely was legit is that it came with like yes it came with the Iron Man first appearance it was a little suspicious mm-hmm. but it also came with like a very innocuous pretty much worthless Doctor Strange that was mm. also in the wall it wasn't first appearance of anybody it wasn't like there was nothing special about it so I'm like yeah. okay this feels real because why would you bring in that that one that like why would you bring in a fake yeah. not a fake like with this like pointless issue of Doctor Strange like
0: yeah, I can't stress enough. Like, I, I don't... I Listen, I'm not saying steal, kids. But I am saying if someone hands me something that's worth maybe $16,000, like, go look at that by yourself in a room, I might be out. Like, you won't you won't find me before it's too late. You, you have no proof it was yours. What are you talking about?
1: I'm going to crawl through the duct system <laughs> underneath all of the restaurants.
0: <laughs> like, you have, you have zero proof. You handed this to me in comic books. So how do you know it wasn't mine? Well, the camera. The camera doesn't say it was yours. The camera says he handed it to me. Listen, think smart, not hard. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so Kappa asked, "We've heard of live action at we've heard of live action western adaptations of anime. What do you think would make a good anime adaptation of a live action western media?"
1: This is a tough one.
0: I think did you ever watch the show uh oh no, I'm losing it in my brain.
1: No. Uh
0: <laughs> is it it's not Blacklist, Burned? Is it Burned? Uh Burn Notice.
1: Burn Notice the the show?
0: Yes, did you ever watch the show Burn Notice?
1: On USA? Yes. Okay, my dad was very into Burn Notice. So yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm <aware>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the show Burn Notice would make a good anime. Uh <laughs> it's got us it's got a Tumblr sexy man. You got <laughs> the f- you got the funny like s- sort of retired spy guy. You yeah, have Yeah, I can
1: the- See it?
0: You got the hot lady spy, you got the mom who's like very sexual for some reason and smokes. <laughs> uh, I think it would be a very good anime.
1: Okay, yeah, I think that's a really good one. Mine's actually uh same network. Okay. <laughs> same time era, mm-hmm. um which I guess goes to show the last time I've watched actual TV, uh white collar. I think I was make gonna make say is it white anime. color because white color would it's also make a co-
0: very good and <laughs> I think anything with <laughs> like suspense and so su- Brandno this has a little bit too much action for like an anime
1: I think yeah
0: uh I think they'd have to scale back a little bit in terms of like how often cars explode
1: mm-hmm unless um, TMS is working on it in which case they know how to draw an it's true it's true
0: yeah who would you who would you have animate white color the anime
1: oh man what studio would I have animate? Yeah. Well, there's like not too much action, so I don't think I I wouldn't need like a tr- studio trigger to mm-hmm. animate like white collar. Uh, <laughs> trying to think, who would do just like a good middle of the road anime?
0: Who does like Conan?
1: Oh, that's TMS. So I guess TMS <laughs> would. Would
0: you would would there be a Conan white collar crossover? <laughs>
1: Honestly, it'd be pretty perfect because like, okay, if anyone doesn't know what the premise of White Collar is, it's about like this pretty boy art, um, art theft guy who steals, he like forges art and Mm -hmm. he gets like caught by the police and he has to like, he either goes to jail forever or he like hangs out with this like
0: FBI, he he has to be like FBI. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's an informant now. He like hangs out with like Peter, who's like the FBI agent that's like in charge of keeping track of him. And they like solve little art theft type mysteries as well as like another um, another plot that's going on in the background about Neil's past, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like the perfect anime pretty boy. He's played by yes. Matt Bomer in his prime. <laughs> like- if you've
0: never seen Matt Bomer, just go look up. He's a he is extremely pretty.
1: And he had like the curly fushy anime hair back then. He and had it's really like,
0: bright blue eyes.
1: Yeah, his eyes are just like they're they just like cut through your soul. <laughs> like I can
0: just like see him and Peter I could just like see Peter and oh god, I just forgot the fucking name of the like useless cop and
1: conan. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which I one can... they're all pretty useless.
0: <laughs> uh the dad.
1: Oh, Mori, yeah, Ron's I can dad, just, yeah.
0: I can just see Peter Mori interacting, and it's just like really good.
1: Yeah, and then like also you have like the art theft side. Yeah, like Kaido kid like hanging out too. Yeah, like, it
0: just it just um, seems really perfect for like a good like it's like a crossover, and then like Kaido kid shows up, and it just it it would be good.
1: Yeah, it would be really good. Let me just like uh, write this down. <laughs> Like, oh, holy shit, we're on to something.
0: <laughs> uh, I think I would have Mappa animate Burn Notice the anime, think, and it would yeah. be just, like, really extreme.
1: Just, like, over the top, like, explosions and, like, spy shit. and
0: The gun reloads would be incredible. <laughs> they would do yeah. close-ups on every gun reload. It would be so dynamic. That'd be in the, tra- in the trailer is, like, them reloading the gun is, like, when the music stops is, like, everyone reloads. And then, yes. like, the title card pops up and it says Bear Notice coming, like, fall 2023.
1: That's like when you see, like, those. Because sometimes, like, in Japan, they'll animate, like, little commercials mm-hmm. for, like, American shows. So, like, there's, like, a house one, I know, definitively. Like, they animated, like, a promo for House. Yes. So, like, where they had anime Hugh Laurie. And, um, yeah, it's just wild.
0: <laughs> I don't, you know, Hugh Laurie would make a good anime.
1: I, I, it translates pretty seamlessly. Like, let's see, anime Hugh Laurie. <laughs> yeah, they did like a um, promo with like Blackjack, uh, who's one of Osamu Teska's. Oh yeah, characters. Mm-hmm. And they had like a Blackjack house, like like promo.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anytime I see one of those like animated promos, I'm like, man, I want to watch this now. When I do like the McDonald's commercials every so often, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this. I don't want to. I, I want this.
1: Amber asks, which host is more likely to answer Chuck E. Cheese's riddle correctly and inherit his kingdom, and which host is more likely to just fight him in hand-to-paw combat?
0: <laughs> uh, I know, I know the answer to this because I have fought a Chuck E. Cheese. So
1: you have, you've really done it. So. I would have to solve the riddle, which would be my first instinct, but also I'm not good at riddles, so I think I would <laughs> die. I think um Chuck E. Cheese I think his mouth would unhinge like a snake and he would swallow me whole. It's usually what um snakes do to rats, so I guess it's <laughs> kind of fitting <laughs> the tables have been turned. The
0: tables have been tabled.
1: They've been to turns have been turned. Tabled. <laughs> Uh um, that one, that one was easy
0: because it just real life. It's just real life. Let's let's do another uh, there's another Chuck E. Cheese one. Why not? Uh cool. There's a lot of Chuck E. Cheese ones, actually. Uh Miss Grace of Ace <laughs> asks if Charles Entertainment Cheese was getting the band back together, what genre would they play? Bonus points for any ideas on band names.
1: K pop band. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that was so quick! i'm like my brain was just like immediately like okay like so he's like a rock band but like the rock's not like really big so like what kind of music is really big and it was like oh maybe a rap group but like maybe not a rap group because like i don't know but like that wouldn't be great and then i was like oh gosh oh gosh gosh what if it was like a a k-pop group and like all of like that (laughs) (laughs) that's how fast my brain was moving through
0: that that was impeccably quick uh i am not as quick i think what you got any names well i think
1: Let's see. I don't know. It would have to be like, because like K-pop bands tend to have like abstract names. Mm -hmm. Like you've got like BTS, you've got like uh, Five Treasure Island, which is spelled F-T-S Island. You've got Luna, just like L-O-O-N-A. You just have like very creative with the names. Um, So I'm trying to think like what the Chuck E. Cheese equivalent would be. Be of that like if we take like the letters of Chuck E. Cheese, and we have Chuck Chuck E. <laughs> I It'd be need like to let know.
0: Brenda's typing in our <laughs> in our document right now to
1: figure this out. I have to out. visualize this. It'd be like Choo Choo, and how many people are in the band? You've got like um, you got Chucky, E. You got Pasquale, You've got Helen. You've got Munch, and you've got the dog. Who's the name dog? Is- I don't remember his name. So I think that there's five people in total. So it would be like Choo Choo 5, but it would be like f- the l- the number 5 and then I-V-E. So it would be <laughs> Choo <choo-choo> Choo 5. <laughs> Choo
0: Choo 5. You have it. You heard it here first, everybody.
1: Chuck E. Cheese. This is a free ID, but I idea but i would like royalties so um call me up send me an email um to secret what is our email address again we have check our email
0: (laughs) i do check the email yes okay good
1: i'm like austin we could have a brand deal from who do we want a brand deal from
0: uh you want a sleep number
1: oh i do want yeah i would love a sleep number sponsorship um I don't like Airbnb, but I would take an Airbnb sponsorship if you gave me like a free week in an Airbnb. I would no. Do listen, that. I
0: want to stay in the Ninja Turtles Airbnb. Forget an Airbnb. Yeah. Listen, I want to stay in. The, I will stay in the Ninja Turtles Airbnb and we'll do a whole like week of Ninja Turtles shit.
1: Yeah, it would be like collaborative. We'd like have like Ninja Turtles viewing parties. It, it'd be a whole thing. Like hit us up. Hit like- us up.
0: The <laughs> blockbuster Airbnb.
1: That would be cool. Listen,
0: it's truly, they're truly the sky's the limit. Uh, but anyway, our, our, I'm not telling people our email, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely don't have it on this show, so when I don't get like weird emails, I have to screen. You hey, get it Twitter? if you, listen, if what's you need the Twitter? email, you know how to find me professional people. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think Chucky, G's William metal band.
1: You think a metal band?
0: Uh, I think it'd be in the metal band and I think it would just. I think it'd be called the Cheesers.
1: (laughs) I love that. Uh (laughs) Creative Outpouring asks, were there topics that you wanted to discuss but had too much research or proven too tedious to research? Were there any that didn't have enough info about it? If so, which ones?
0: I have one that I am working on that I think is a big sandwich and I've already reached out to Brenda about us doing a special episode for it. I'm
1: trying to think. But
0: I don't know if there's... Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: Hannah Barbera was hard to like... Yeah. That might have been the hardest one to like get into an episode and you can kind of tell when you like listen to me during that episode that I'm like booking it. That one like took a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like some other... Ones that are just, like, I feel like Garfield is pretty daunting, which is, like, interesting because, like, the history is not really that long. Mm -hmm. Um, What would be another one? Star Wars would be, like, pretty big. But it's, like, those are also things that, like, other podcasts have talked about. So, like, I'm kind of, like, avoiding, like, Star Wars. and Right. um, Usually with, like, the bigger topics, I'd like to, like, narrow down on, like, a weird... Piece of it, so like with peanuts, mm-hmm. I did like just just the great pumpkin and like some other animated specials. Um, yeah, kind of like, like drill down. Scope. Yeah, narrow the scope a little bit. I wouldn't do just the history of like the Disney company. I would do like the That'd be theme a mess. Parks. <laughs> yeah, it would be a big mess. Do like uh, the theme yeah,
0: parks. I think I guess the biggest one I can think of is probably like our the. It's not exactly the question, but doing the um console wars was a lot that was a lot there's a lot we like we both just didn't put in that we talked about like before and after recording of like and then this shit happened that was fucking wild but you know we got to stop talking
1: yeah we Uh, didn't quite get up to present day we had to be like okay we're cutting it off here like in the mid-90s it's done
0: yeah and here we are again um (laughs) part two baby um (laughs) <laughs> I haven't had... I've had a few things that like I thought there'd be more to it, and there's it's pretty cut and dry. Um, I don't remember those as much, because I, my brain has to hold a lot of information all the time, so anything that I'm like, I like this thing, and then it's like, it's pretty much it got made, I just stopped thinking about it as a topic, so I couldn't tell you, but yes, it does happen.
1: Yeah, like, I could not remember whether or not I'd already done an episode on Neopets before. I was <laughs> like, why does this feel familiar? I did it on my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I've done this before. And then it was like, Oh, not here.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No shame. I definitely Google sometimes if we've done something when I, cause I can't remember. Um, can't stress enough to all of you people. For some reason, all of you here are shown sure remember, like, exact quotes, which I'm honored. My mind is a sieve. And as soon as it leaves my body, it's gone and it's in the world.
1: <laughs> Same. I'm like, for some reason, my brain's decided to remember that I did a Care Bears episode. But everything else, I, like, could not tell tell you. Like, I'm scrolling through, like, our list. And this feels like someone else did this. <laughs> when
0: I was telling someone we did an, um... Like a Gargoyles episode. I was like, yeah, I literally love that episode. It's like, I thought it was like Ninja Turtles. And I thought those were like this year. And it's like first 20 episodes. And I'm like, damn, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like we did just an episode on Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Like I forgot that Pokemon's another really big one. Like maybe eventually I'll do that. But there's like also just like little snippets of history that are pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Wow. We've done a lot of episodes. (laughs)
0: We've done, we, as of this, we've done 82 episodes, you're correct.
1: (laughs) Alright, here's a question from Jeremy. Who is each host's most sought-after multiversus inclusion and their most cursed, not sought-after inclusion?
0: I have said it on this show before and I'll say it again. While the Warner Brothers Discovery merger has been an absolute fucking mess and it sounds like it's gonna hurt a lot of people... Uh, me included as consumer, I do want Joanna Gaines to make an appearance in multiverses. She's now a Warner Brothers IP. I rest my case. Yeah,
1: exactly. Now that she is with the Warner Brothers part of the company, this 100 percent can happen.
0: Yeah, like. I don't. I, and people be like, she's on a character. Literally, LeBron James is in multiverses right now. Yeah, not, not voiced, voiced by
1: himself. <laughs> Just the the vague character like of LeBron James. Wild, absolutely yeah, wild.
0: Just uh, absolutely. I,
1: I <laughs> you couldn't recycle clips of, of, like, LeBron's audio and, like, pay him some royalties? Like, I but get he, that it would have been really expensive to get him in the booth, but it feels so weird.
0: It's, he's a person. Like, it's weird, right? Because we're be like, well, that's not an IEP. Listen, they have literally LeBron James in Name LeBron. In multiverse, is claiming him as a character from because he, right? Because in true space jam fashion, LeBron (laughs) James plays LeBron James James in in space jam, but it is not like LeBron, right? So, yeah, it's it's
1: like the character of LeBron. (laughs) It doesn't say like in the credits, like LeBron James as himself, like,
0: yeah, it says like LeBron James as LeBron James, and it's like. Cause like even the people who play his family like he they like, use his real family names but it's not his actual kids because yeah. they're not they're not like perf- not <laughs> that not he's an actors. actor but
1: <laughs> yeah it's easier to like get like a decent performance out of an adult who's not an actor than a kid who's not an actor like yeah. that's like in every time in the Conan movies they always have like real kids do like a voice read I don't know if this is a contest or something but there's mm-hmm. always in the movies. One line that's read by a real kid that's in our drinking game for the movies, by the way.
0: Um, <laughs> it's important.
1: It's like right up there with like, uh, drink for every explosion. Drink mm-hmm. for when Conan gets bonked at the beginning during the recap. Drink when real kids.
0: <laughs> drink real kids.
1: Yeah, like every time. I'm trying to think like what mine would be. So like, I feel like it would be on brand for me to say Garfield, but uh, unfortunately, Garfield's already in the Nickelodeon version of Multiverses.
0: Right, oh my god. How did Nickelodeon get Garfield?
1: Uh, Garfield belongs to Viacom. It's oh, a, so here there's you a new there's a new current Garfield show that airs on Nickelodeon, I, I guess. Or it's going to be airing or something. I don't know <laughs> much about
0: it. We promise we have Garfield.
1: Look, I only care about Garfield and friends, to, to tell Garfield it true. Garfield and truth. friends? Garfield and Friends we the fun never ends um, Which I think is like Garfield and Friends is like solely responsible For like the positive Vibes millennials have about Garfield Like yeah, Gen absolutely. Z they're just like we just like Garfield But like anyone older than us will be like Garfield's dumb Garfield's not funny and it's like mm-hmm. Have you seen Garfield and Friends? Like mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's good mm-hmm <laughs> Um, what would be another very cool inclusion to multiverses? Snoopy would be fun. Snoopy would be good. I don't think people realize that, like, there is a Snoopy animated special where he um, dreams that he's in Alaska, I think, and he has to survive as a sled dog. And in order to do this, he has to, like, learn how to fight the other dogs so he can get meat, so he can survive. And the special ends with his dream ending where Mm -hmm. he's become top dog by fighting all the other dogs. And there's just these really long (laughs) stretches of time in which it's just Snoopy growling and (laughs) fighting dogs. (laughs) It's like... Thanks, Snoopy. Also, Snoopy beats Linus up and Snoopy, come home. <laughs> it's brutal to listen to because Linus is just screaming and Snoopy's just punching. <laughs> so, yes, I think Snoopy would be a great inclusion to multiverses. Um, what is a cursed inclusion?
0: Hmm.
1: Alton Brown from the Food Network I would be very cursed. Oh, no.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Oh, sorry. I thought of another another not cursed one. The Mythbusters would be fun. <laughs>
0: That would be very fun.
1: I know they hate each other, but wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> oh, I
0: forgot they hate each other. That's they why they hate it anymore. each other. It makes sense. They seem like they hate each other when the show was airing.
1: They actually really hated each other. It wasn't just a bit. Like you just think it's a bit, right? And then it's like yeah. oh no,
0: no, I I will I will blow you up. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think my cursed one. No, I've mm, luffopus from Sesame Street.
1: That would... I know this would never...
0: <laughs> never. I know I'm like, safe I, because it's too far removed, but... Yeah.
1: They try not to use Snuffy anymore. because like The, <laughs> That's whole, thing, fair. the whole thing was that he was like a Big Bird's imaginary friend or whatever. Big Bird would be like, he's... He's like he's here and the adults would be like, oh, we don't believe you. And it wasn't the greatest message to send to children that adults yeah. aren't going to believe you. <laughs> so yeah. Snuffy got the ax or either that, or he became actually real. I don't remember which happened. <laughs> I, I like to believe he was <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> he taken would be out. Kinda, taken out. He would be a cool character though, to have in a fighting game. Like if you like, Divorce him from Sesame Street and just, like, have, like, this, like, he's got four legs and a trunk and a tail and Mm -hmm. the swinging power he could have with his trunk. Can you, it would be, like, an interesting mechanic. What character hangs out on all fours and just smacks you with his trunk? Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) there's no Mm -hmm. other character like him. (laughs) I mean We're back, ele- baby. <laughs> I mean, like his elephant trunk. <laughs> can we put Dracula well, think- in a fighting game? what Would you say? Can we put Dracula in a fighting game?
0: Yeah, we told Dracula is uh, is open. Like anyone can put Dracula in a fighting game.
1: Good. That's a final all right. Statement.
0: <laughs> all right, there, you- there you have it. We're back, everybody. Hello. We're
1: back. Hello.
0: How's it going? How you doing? Are you do you having water? Go drink some water. You, have you not had water since we left? We've been gone for like two months. Oh no.
1: Oh no. Everyone's gone. <laughs> it's just us again.
0: <laughs> us and Here, our six I- friends we forced to listen to this show. To
1: <laughs> Every time one of our friends is like, yeah, I must do the podcast, and I'm like, You are? What? <laughs> what?
0: I have been holding in. That WB Discovery thing since Batgirl got axed and it just kept, like, it's been- It just
1: kept growing Every time growing. they would do
0: something, I would text Brenda like, damn, news update's gonna be wild, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, the story just, like, kept evolving, like, like, at first it was like, okay, well, we'll just, like, talk about it and, like, a couple other things, and then it just kept, like, snowballing and it's like, oh my god, if we try to talk about this in a normal episode, it will be so long, <laughs> like. Can someone uh, draw the Chuck E. Cheese K-pop band for me? Like,
0: you heard it. Let's go, I, Chuck E. I want Cheese it. K-pop band.
1: Please, <laughs> please. Do okay, this for okay. Me.
0: My last one. Yes. Do you is Chucky is Charles the like main character of the K-pop band, or is Charles the like cool one that raps?
1: Oh, he's hundred percent the main character. I'm trying to okay. think who. I would say that. <laughs> mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think munch is the rapper mm-hmm. yeah you i think okay? munch is the one that raps <laughs> i think munch in the group who's the bad boy though because there's always like the bad boy
0: it's gotta like, be some- pasquale
1: pasquale's the bad boy <laughs> helen but, uh, um, there's not really a k-pop band that also has like a boy band there's not really like a k-pop band that's like a both boy and girl band <laughs> Which like can we can we get on that please? I think well, I think
0: this is why it would break the mold. But I think uh yes, I forgot her name. I think she'd be like the harmonizer. She'd be like the one who can like yeah, sing. Helen? She yeah, like she sings can,
1: exactly. She's like she hits those notes, and you're like whoa. Sorry, my Labrador is losing her shit. Nope
0: that's that's you know what that is that's the alarm everybody it's time to go
1: goodbye everyone have a nice day drink waters have a safe time i waved on our audio
0: platform me
1: too enjoy the last vestiges (laughs) of summer before we descend into the dark cold embrace of winter (laughs) (laughs) see ya bye Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esteranza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network.
0: You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps to show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.